Hey everyone, welcome to the Leftover Duo podcast. Uh, one of two gaming podcasts in the UAE. Uh, we are, uh, you know what, her brother's lost it. He's just basically uh, laughing from the very beginning. My goodness. Alright, hang on. Uh, we're doing this again. <clears throat> for real, for real, for real. For real. We were on their podcast. For real. Hush, hush. They haven't put an episode in like a three months now. Stop it. Alright. Which one is it? I don't know. The words of Tim. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's try to look later. All right. Okay. Uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Leftover Do Podcast. We're back yeah. after a little mini break. Uh, we will be forced to go on a little bit of another break. Uh, we'll tell you why in a bit. Uh, but welcome back. Uh, we all had a nice uh, Eid weekend. We are all based in the Middle East, as you all know. We are one of the few gaming podcasts in English uh, based in this region. And you can come and listen to this podcast for our burning takes on pop culture, video games and technology and the world that we live in. Uh, I'm joined with our fellow bread boys, uh, Harun Sultan and Mufadul Fakhruddin. Uh, yes, that is a long time joke that we are uh, basically going with and we're still continuing to stick, stick to it. You know, if we become big, that will be our like merch. The bread boys? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure there is a lack of bread-based merchandise out there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the gaming industry. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So if you do, if you do make bread-based merchandise, uh, do let us know. Uh, we'd love <laughs> to get in touch. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, pretty, pretty packed episode uh, for today. Well, there's not too much going on uh, gaming-wise. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff, stuff in the background in between these nice backdoor deals and fines and acquisitions in the world of video games. Uh, but first things first... Uh, Mufadil and I saw uh, Multiverse of Madness. Harun, however, lives in Saudi Arabia, which means uh, he will have to see that through other means. Uh, we will not be seeing those means here, but he will be watching it eventually when it does come out. And um, Totes. Just I liked it. Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was my third favorite MCU film. Um, not, I'm not going to give too much away. This is not a spoiler episode in any shape or form. Just let uh, me know when I should unmute you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you don't have to mute us. Uh, I, I firmly believe that uh, Sam Raimi's signature is all over it, and how you find Sam Raimi is based on how you like this movie. Mufaddal, however, has very, very different opinions on this. All right, so so listen, like, uh, for this movie, hype is the thief of joy, right? So if you are <laughs> super hyped for this movie, like you're thinking there's some crazy cameos and there's going to be this... Uh, MCU twist to, to the movie, turn that hype way, 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 I am super way hyped down. For this movie, Mufado. Turn it down. Like, oh, if you're on, t- yeah. I mean, if your hype level is at like ten, just turn it down to like two. You know, and then first, first of all, there. first of all, listen, don't believe him. There are some. There are some. There are, there are some. But if, if you've been you following the trailers, don't watch the trailers. By the way, if anyone's watched the, watching the movie and they're basically um, looking to watch, watch the trailers. film, yeah, uh, there are people who watch trailers. No, okay. Listen, listen. Yeah. Uh, of the two big cameos, you you are already know one, and yeah, yeah. and the next sure. one is like, okay, we'll we'll see about it when things happen. Now, for the main movie, uh, it, it's a good, decent, strange movie, but I felt like nothing really happens to the characters. Uh, WandaVision starts from A to B, and then she goes back to A, 
and goes back to B and there is no character progression is just nothing happens with her it's the same thing I'm being very vague because I cannot spoil it yeah and I want to make a and joke but I can't obviously yeah, yeah. but <laughs> and we'll, what we'll I make that we'll make that joke later on like when, in a month when, or so yeah. and what I would have liked this movie to be is Doctor Strange and America Chavez yeah them going on an adventure in the multi world than it being about WandaVision and blah 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 I mean that I mean, would be much like, more exciting because this story yeah. is like mm, nothing it doesn't it doesn't move the MCU forward except in the post credits nothing happens like it's just the same thing just done in a fancier way i guess in a more horror S- way speaking of the MCU we're going to detract a bit uh i'm assuming all of you have watched moon knight the finale yeah uh, i actually have missed that cuz i have been at work right um <laughs> All right, okay, but no, I will spoil Moon Knight because it's, it's quite old. Sorry, Harun. Uh, I, I'm obviously like, I'm not going to consider yeah, the fact yeah. that you haven't watched it yet. But I won't drop any major spoilers. But I did appreciate the fact that Moon Knight has its own self-contained thing. Yes. There's no outside influence of the greater MCU in this. They actually had... They, they actually there were plans. Plan, yeah, there, there were plans, plans to, to, yeah. to, to involve the... Uh, it don't know specifically Klingo. Kingo? Kingo. Kingo, yeah. Kingo. Kumail Nanjiani's character who he built an amazing body for but nobody got to see. Never 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 showed it. Never showed it. Never was a thing. Never was even a point of contention for this movie. I feel like we saw his we saw his arms for like flash but then never never actually really Yeah, so that was the plan to bring him into the Moon Knight series but yeah. Clearly, let let Moon Knight be its own thing, and I think that's a good, a very good idea for it. And you know what? In terms of Marvel comics, um, I honestly think that they should be their own self-contained stories. Uh, not the not the MCU movies. Not the movies. Don't get me wrong. Not the movies. I'm talking about the TV series yeah, specifically. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. They, but they can work like that. Yeah. The fact is that the fact this is no other Doctor Strange lineup. It's coming. It's like, like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, we're not going to say, "Oh, never say never." But what if you, what you're saying, "Adventures in the Multiverse" is going to be its own TV show? Is it? No, I don't know. But it's plausible because how can you have a multiverse when you can't focus on one too much? You know, hmm. that's what I'm saying. But in every episode, you can the way Loki did. Right. I mean, there was what if. Yeah. Which is basically adventures in the multiverse. Yeah, but that was a TV series. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't have that in a movie. It'll be yeah. feeling too rushed. No, but which then, is, yeah, then which is what happened in this when Doctor Strange, correct? Like, do you find that the pacing was off? No, the the movie was fine. The pacing was fine. I I I just felt the content itself wasn't all that good because mm-hmm. it just didn't move the characters forward. It didn't move the MCU forward. Gotcha. And and I would rather have uh, Strange and America go on a weird trippy adventure rather yeah. than it being about Wonder Vision. You know, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So I mean, it, to be fair, to your to to support your your argument here, it is a Wonder Wonder Scarlet Witch movie. Yes, it is hundred percent. It is, it is a and Witch movie. and and if and they went with this, and I wish they had done something with what. Wonder Vision because if you not Wonder Vision just Wonder uh, and because yeah. if you had seen Wonder Vision 
she goes from her character goes from A to B and in this movie she goes from B to A and <laughs> A to B again it's the same arc nothing but it is following it. a certain comic story where uh, yeah. in the comics yes. Scarlet Witch goes mad and it follows that story she, to some she degree already went mad in the show right so yeah. and she can like oh, okay hey, I, man, I i understand trauma but then she went mad again and long, this is like oh, long i understand thing to recover like, i mean like there are a lot of things going for it and i get I, and i can see why you didn't like them in fact what you're saying echoes a lot of people who did not think mm. it was as good as yes. this that is not to say to people who are listening that the movie is bad no it's not bad it's, it's very enjoyable it's very like because now there's a huge benchmark set for marvel films uh in any case if you're planning to watch it in other parts of this region obviously understand that is only available in a few parts of the world parts sorry parts of this particular middle east world region so uh i can tell two things specifically um i enjoyed it in dolby and i saw it in imax afterwards as well and um there is one particular scene that uh, i really truly really liked and I'm obviously not dropping too many spoilers. I'm just going to call say what the scene is. So, it's called the music scene, and that entire segment was an amazing. To me, this film was pushing the limits of how macabre and gory a Marvel film can get with a PG-13 rating. Yes, I I am surprised how much they they got away. Sam Raimi. I am really shocked. Yeah, I'm Sam really Raimi shocked. got away with to say that he got away with murder is. Another yeah. statement. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm really surprised how much he got away with it. Yeah, but uh, this is not a pop movie <laughs> podcast. But in any case, uh, we will be moving on to other topics. Uh, speaking of major uh, news uh, in the uh, gaming world, Sony have been doing some very interesting moves of late. Uh, one being uh, a report that's been like it just recently came out. In fact, it only came out yesterday that we all got to see. is that they may be buying Square Enix. Mm. And um, um you, you should also kind of preface this by saying, you know, <laughs> Embracer Group acquired Square Enix's major In a flash series. Steam sale, Square Enix sold <laughs> <laughs> Square Enix sold everything. Steam sale came early for them. This this file sale came early. Oh my goodness. Embracer Group is part of a big I I didn't know. I thought Embracer Group was the first time I heard that name of the studio, but they're really big. uh yeah, with other yeah. studios right i didn't know that they had uh, stakes in other studios uh, yeah. a friend a friend ahmed sulaiman actually pointed this out to us like i had no idea they they have they they own gearbox and they have like 250 games in development yeah. they have like 14000 employees le- now le- i'm i'm seeing the list right now like i just pulled it up thq nordic saber interactive cock media gearbox decca games dark horse Coffee Stain, which is from Goat Simulator, and Asmodee, and they have like ten different operation groups in this one major family. So they get now get to own uh, Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. Yes. Oh yeah, dude, they are up there with like the likes of uh, Perfect World, and uh, what what was that very big? Chinese group that keeps buying everything. Ten. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Ten cents. It's all right. They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> so, which means one of two things here now. In my my opinion, you feel free to correct me if I'm wrong about this. Square Enix kept their Japanese IPs, obviously. Yeah. 
They're not going uh, to Kevin, sell. Kevin, you are wrong about them. They are going to sell them to <laughs> Sony PlayStation. Because Sony PlayStation, yeah, I'm so, pretty sure, made an offer already. That's why. So I think they, the Sony PlayStation brand pretty much said, like, yeah, we're not interested in these other studios. Yeah, the ones who... Oh, wait. Speaking of, I just remembered something. They have kept Outriders with them. They have kept Outriders, Just Cause, and Life yeah. is Strange. Outriders has not perfect. All... made a profit. Yeah. For an entire yeah, year. All two of my favorite IPs from Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones that people liked. They kept. So, I... Just Cause, I mean, Just Cause is obviously a sandbox, pretty much. And the last one was, okay, it was not a bad game. But at the end of the day, like, uh, Outriders could have been something truly special. Uh, bros, I will drop some knowledge upon you right now. Outriders is getting amazing updates right now. And it is, it is. really good. I mean, it was already really good, in my opinion. But the now problem. it's even better. The problem, Harun, is when I boot up that game, I see my first character that I created, and everything is wiped out, and I have to play in my underwear in that game. And I mean, when I say underwear, I meant in the game character. For oh, I, who are I have a brilliant solution for that. Go and get gear for him, and then you don't have to wear underwear anymore. Yeah, but I can't. I, it, it's not taking new weapons. It's literally not letting me do anything with just, the character. I would. I recommend just deleting the game. Then just delete correct. The yeah, that's what I did. Game, I did it the first it time. We played it with Vincent, and when I saw that character, I just got so upset. I'm like, I am not doing this again. Yeah. Like, I am not prepared to do this slog all over again. And bless the community managers for Outriders, because they they tried their level best to actually fix this thing. But which comes to my main argument. Always online shooters. Hmm. If you're not going, if you're going to build a system, make it make sense. Destiny makes sense. It's an MMO. Outriders is not. It's its own self-contained thing. And yeah, it it really didn't need to be always online. Always make it P two P. Like okay, fine, keep it online. I don't care. Make it P two P. Let let one server host it. Like the the plagued with bugs i get i get like serious anxiety playing outriders wondering. yeah or like oh why don't you guys introduce a feature where okay let me connect to the internet every few days give me like a buffer zone where i can just play offline yeah and then yeah i can reconnect to the servers and download patches but, and all that stuff but isn't that game like a gas game uh, yeah, it is, but it doesn't have to be always online because you can just play solo all the time. Yeah, the weapons are randomly generated yeah. by different factors. It's not like it's, like it's got different properties. Don't you share like a hub with you can. online players? That's what I'm saying. Like it's possible to do that. But and you yeah, know which you other game has done that? Um, Halo. And we all know what happened to Halo. <laughs> it was yeah, Halo Infinite. They got Clippy. Yeah, they got it's a great update. To be honest, it's a good update, but who's playing it? Yeah, I like guess. even Halo Infinite by virtue being free, they're not getting a player base. That's consistent. Yeah, they had to add Creepy in season two just for people to come back and. <laughs> <laughs> and so the me and Mufaddal played a lot of Halo, and we enjoyed it. And Mufaddal had to like read out servers just to like get a decent ping. Because people in the Middle East here were getting like ping rates of 150 plus yeah, in a yeah, shooter man. game, which is not possible. To be fair, now now that now that they have blocked the server blocking thing, yeah. uh, whenever you connect to like Fiesta or a- any 5v5 game mode, yeah. it's you always get pings of like 90 or 85. 
But That's if you good, go for like where last are the players, man's... where are the players now? Players right now in 2022 are so fickle. They're so like they want to try out new content. Yeah. And they always will be moving on. Uh, <laughs> example being Babylon's Fall, where Steam reported one concurrent one, player. One player was playing. <laughs> one player. <laughs> I, uh, well, uh, that, that was just the janitor just cleaning up the bugs. <laughs> salute <laughs> to the player. Salute to the one guy still sticking it for that day. No, no. See, uh, you just have to realize that thousands of thousands of people bought this game, so never feel bad about buying something <laughs> that you don't like. Because remember, thousands Bio's of people remorse is a real thing. bought Babylon's Fall. <laughs> Just, well, just, I'm just well, putting it out there. I have a good story about that, by the way. Vincent, back when Vince, Vincent was come on his podcast before, we I went with Overwatch on that same time, and he's like, no, Battleborn is going to be a thing. <laughs> he bought Season Pass, oh, and he purchased, he purchased, and then it was, if anyone doesn't know what Battleborn is, Battleborn was pretty much a team-based shooter. That was from uh, Gearbox, right? From Gearbox. Yeah. And it looked amazing. And it was based on the same premise of having uh, a story-based uh, mission. Uh, Hello, Overwatch. This is how you do PvE. And uh, they had like a competitive element, which had followed the same rules as LOL or Dota, but the fact is it's first-person shooters, and you play with other things. It was a fun concept. But Battleborn came out at the exact same time as Overwatch, back when Overwatch was very much popular and had way more marketing money at the time. Um literally it just died overnight like it, it didn't it even just, last a few months in it just shows you that you should not follow trends <coughs> nope ubisoft <coughs> <laughs> speaking speaking of overwatch i know we spoke a lot about overwatch but i finished the beta we spoke and the, too much about overwatch. yeah we spoke too much about it but i'm going to go actually it's a very good thing about this you can't release a sequel of a game introduce one new character introduce some balance patches and then call it a second game Mm. You just can't. Using almost yeah. the same models and everything. More or less, yeah. And a game that is clearly designed for 6v6 and then you make it to 5v5 because esports and then try to make it a balanced game. This is the problem here. Like, I feel that when you start, when you, when you, when you take away things that people start to enjoy about the game, like Halo, for example, nerfed a gun that can one-shot people in the main story. Why would you nerf a gun in a campaign? It's staggering. <laughs> 343, what are you doing? A game that people truly enjoyed. Sorry, a gun. Specifically a gun that people enjoyed. And it's not in the multiplayer at all in any way. Got nerfed. <laughs> okay, I know it's all over the place, but I'm just going to circle back to what you said about Overwatch 2 being changed from 6v6 to 5v5. Yeah. And that is going to lead to some real awkward uh, locker room It has. For those Overwatch pro players who are like... It has. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, who are you going to kick gonna off? We're going to have to cut... One of you guys. <laughs> yeah, you, you play tank, right? Play tank. We just need a pretty good enough. See you. Sorry. Yeah. We're all tanks in our own ways, really. <laughs> you are. You can, you are you can be coach. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but moving on to what Xbox is actually doing, right? Uh, we we know that they're going to put up a huge list of announcements uh, for Summer Games Fest that's coming up. But a very interesting thing is happening right now in the background. Amazon, sorry, whoops, wrong, wrong, wrong publisher. Mm. Microsoft. Hey, hey, <laughs> Microsoft apparently are releasing an Xbox Cloud Gaming streaming device, uh, 
which is probably going to be like a controller or a puck or something like a Chromecast. It's going to be called the Boxcast. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, what if it is? Xbox. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, know, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them for them to actually call them that. X-cast, but 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 they will call Fireball. it the Boxcast series E. X6. So they the series you know, yeah, SEX complete and I, I'll be very very happy. Yeah, well, Xbox, child mine. Xbox Pro Max was already taken, so uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's going to work like an Amazon Fire Stick or a Roku, if everyone knows what a Roku is. And the idea is that you can actually pay a subscription service through that, and it streams yeah. on it. Also, if you have a Samsung TV, it's going to build its own application into that TV and bake into it, and it's going to be a game streaming app that apparently... We'll be see, we'll be seeing the next uh, year. In fact, if that's yeah. how fast they do. I mean, this is the most logical step for Microsoft to make because they need yeah, to just buy the controller. Yeah, just, just buy, buy the, the controller. Don't buy the console. Your yeah. TV is a console. Exactly, and I, I'm sure they have this partnership with Samsung to put the app. But I hope they bring it on, you know, Sony, <laughs> and uh, and also a. That would be funny. A, a, LGTVs, Vizio, like for the US, whatever it is, just bring it to all TVs, and then yeah, I, I and then you can pitch like it like just buy a controller, Khalas. I can I can see just being like an Android Android TV app, you know? Oh just yeah. Pretty oh yeah. Easy. I mean, if you can bring that to Google Chromecast, like a like a has an app, brilliant. Oh wait, are you talking about Stadia? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> How quickly we forgot about that, huh? They for Google. They Google forgot, forgot about, about it. it. Actually, now we are we're gonna, keep, we're gonna be it. striked off of all Google searches, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but uh, you can still find us on Apple Music if anyone wants to listen to this podcast. Uh, but no, uh, it's very interesting what's happening in terms of like how people are seamlessly like building experiences and that sort of thing. So. Web 3.0 and Metaverse are going to be a thing and you won't have big hardware to be attaching to your uh, body parts and stuff like that. But Oh, uh, oh speaking of uh, speaking of Xcloud, Nvidia G- GeForce now has 4K 4K support. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, on PC and of course it's not available in the Middle East, but when of it does Of course not. <laughs> but when it does, man, imagine f- playing 4K games through the yeah. cloud. Oof. Yeah, I mean, thirty ninety um, at your disposal. Yes, we yeah. have the internet bandwidth to do that already. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we can stream. Like I think my YouTube does automatically go to four K sometimes. Yeah, for a video that buffers really quickly. So yeah. to say that consistent four K pipe dream. Yeah, I think we're not going to get full clarity four K, but the fact is, <laughs> we not can, in this economy. Not in this economy. <laughs> uh, but. If that happens, well and truly, I think like a lot of people we do not even need to find the reason to buy a console. Yeah. Which yeah. is a good thing, honestly. Like it's it it to make it but it also is a weird thing though, because you can't own anything physically. And that's a debate for another time. Yeah. Because yeah. I have I'm in two worlds with that, especially when I look at my Steam library of games I haven't played during a Steam sale I bought. <laughs> so we all are uh, guilty of like buying games on steam sale for not playing them anyway coming to nvidia because they're bringing great services obviously that's because of all the uh cards they've sold <laughs> for miners yeah. turns great, out great that turns out crime doesn't pay uh nvidia will be getting a tiny slap on the wrist 
paying 5.5 million uh, to the ACC uh, because uh, they settled up. I'm sure they settled up. And uh, they actually were told, but they were asked by investors how much they actually relied on crypto miners to buy their cards. And uh, NVIDIA pretty much have said that, uh, well, you know, quite a bit. So the actual term yeah, is... Yeah, they mentioned it was yeah. more like gaming revenue, but uh, they didn't actually mention how much of that was crypto mining. So, so yeah, so SEC fined them a whopping 5.5 million. Oh no, NVIDIA. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh they won't even notice the money's gone because they make that money back in like a hot minute, I'm sure. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, NVIDIA are such a huge monster to the point that I think they were trying to get another acquisition for them and it didn't happen because of how big of a monster they are. What, uh, what wait, is, they this, is this the one where they were trying to buy an ARM company? Yes. For uh, CPUs or something? Yeah, to improve yeah, their uh, AI division. But imagine, like AMD is a good, obviously a good argument to break that monopoly. But where's AMD's GPUs compared to Nvidia's GPUs? Like, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, I mean, guys, come on. We're just, we're yeah. just waiting for Intel's GPUs, right? <laughs> Everyone's just waiting Are for we? Intel's GPUs. Oh boy, they're gonna knock everyone's socks <laughs> off in their first generation. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and, and Intel, to, to their credit, Intel are trying now. Like, I think they're finally with the new team on the board. Um, they are really pushing for other yeah, things. Yeah, about time. I mean, at some point, they will realize that AMD is going to kick them completely. Um, speaking of uh, <laughs> monsters. Kicking them completely? Oh, sorry. No, speaking of monsters, <laughs> Neil Blomkamp, famous director who's known for some good monster movies, nice is point. making a game. Yes. I didn't know anything about this until Movie pointed this out to me. Yes. So, so Neil Blomkamp, that's how you say his name, right? Yes. Great director. And all he could think of was a Battle Royale game. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, <laughs> incredible director. Really good wild imagination. Fucking bo- uh, Battle Royale game. Uh, <laughs> uh, but regardless, uh, so the game is called... Of the Grid is a cyberpunk third-person battle royale game, 150 players, but there is a PvE story element where players can affect the story as it unfolds in the game. It just This is just marketing buzzwords. It's just going to be a battle royale game. Thankfully, it seems like um, it has the author of Altered Carbon. So I guess the story oh, or yeah. the lore will be some something, something worthy of... yeah. And this Battle Royale game has crafting and c- customization. So I guess Whoa. that's a little bit of different. So he's yeah. made Warzone, but with a story. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Players so will be able to affect the set tone of matches with certain actions rippling throughout the match and affecting everyone on the map. Did he just look at Fortnite and like, I'll do this. Yeah. I'll do this in my way. And we just I'll do put this crafting. and uh, I'll bring uh, District 9 aliens. Yeah. Man, such potential... I I, I I hate this new story, you know? I just I, I just hate it from the core of my heart. Like, such potential of I'm this great I'm pretty sure that he wanted to make a game and this is what they sold to him. They're like, yeah, uh, we can achieve this vision with a Battle Royale because that's what everyone's playing. Yeah, Who's the everyone's publisher playing Battle Royale games. The, uh, it's called Gunzilla Games. Who? The studio 
It's it's a studio founded Benji, by Benji. Neil Blomkamp himself. I'm sure oh. that the marketing people there were like, oh yeah, my have god. Real. Oh my god, he he found the studio and still he went for a battle royale game. I mean, I'm pretty sure like one of his kids or nephews or nieces or someone just plays battle royale games all the yeah. time. You know yeah. what? I I honestly want to see a Neil Blomkamp Halo Halo game. Oof, that would be so good. Just yeah. hire him. Just hire. Godzilla like, to make Halo 6 or something like that. Like make him the creative head of 343 maybe. Yeah. And that Paramount yeah. Plus TV show while we're at it because they thought today I I saw the last episode and it was the Master Chief's masterless episode. Yeah. And everyone who saw that episode were like yeah, if there's no Master Chief really this is not really good. Man, the show reason. doesn't work without Master Chief and they It focused... doesn't work without Master Chief. I'm sorry. They, like I yeah. know what I said about Halo being like okay, so it's very different. And it turned Exactly it's really good. What I feared, it 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 was until this Quan the last two episodes yeah. just lost me, and I'm like, why do you take video game IPs that video gamers love and try to make it popular to everyone else by pandering to yeah. every popular yes, exactly. uh, trend? Exactly. Why do you do that? And that's that's what bugs me the most. Um, I I don't I don't understand like. when they were writing the show like hey this quan ha storyline just doesn't seem just boring and no one said no and they were like let's do it it's just like just put mashif on every episode his story in this show is really good yeah don't it's make different it different games the game. don't like there's so many novelizations that you yeah. can like look into there's the stories that we would not have seen in the games that's the kind of stuff you can put in and they they got Quan Ha which is an original character and just pulled yeah. himself like come on come on the the spartans the the teammates of chief their story is much better than Quan Ha's it's just ah man just so annoying yeah but ultimately like i i guess the ways of hollywood and the ways of how the tv world work are beyond us to explain how these things happen and at the same time uh there are very few people who actually listen to their player base yeah. when it comes to making decisions like this but yeah. speaking of companies who are listening to their player base eve online has uh, collabed with uh, a very very uh, interesting company <laughs> yeah eve online uh, a game famously known as a spreadsheet simulator which has been around for many years actually um and every every so often like we see we see these big headlines where there's oh there's this cool space battles where people lost a lot of money and uh in actuality all the people behind them are just on excel spreadsheets all day and that's eve online basically in a nutshell and uh, somehow for some strange wholesome reason they've partnered with microsoft <laughs> microsoft excel to uh to now have full integration with excel and it, like it's It's a very strange news article to read. Like one day I was just like, oh, just browsing the web and like, oh, Eve Online, Microsoft Excel. Oh, okay. I guess that works. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> great. Like, what, what, what is the partnership about it's, really? Like, it's what, what do they provide? Microsoft Excel will have a few uh, extensions or plugins. which connect with Eve Online ah. and they can import the data directly into it. Uh, oh, that is like actually that. very sweet. That's actually yeah, yeah, that's a exactly. very good one. Yeah, because uh, a a lot of a lot of the UI as well, it it'll directly like port the data from what I've seen at least. It'll port the data directly. And I'm not even online player, but uh I'm assuming that's pretty good. 
So good for them, I suppose. Yeah, I I just went on their social media just now, and Eve Online Richie had to say this is not a joke. Eve Online Richie, Excel is happening. What yeah, what is, how it's integrated is also cool, right? Like when you mm. play the game and you want to open up a spreadsheet, you can do that through the game, and it has like metadata that you can input, and it'll pull up contextual menus as well. Yeah. So you know pretty, it saves you a time of clicking and stuff like that. And Microsoft Excel replies to that tweet. Now it's time to really strategize and make that ISK. I, ISK is the currency in game. Um, the space battles that you speak of, people have lost a lot of that through this. And the form of deception. It's not like your this game is a game. If you give Hunger Games to a crowd, and then they go, the developers basically go like, "Do with it what you will." If you yeah. take the, if you take the physical abilities out of Hunger Games and just Let a bunch of nerds compete. That's basically what Eve Online is. Yeah, in fact, it's gotten the attention of some very, very big Excel power users. They're like, "What is Eve Online?" And oh my oh, goodness, wow. the rabbit hole that they're going to be jumping into. Oh man, can't wait for all the uh, Excel tutorial TikToks to finally <laughs> show me Eve Online tips. <laughs> so yeah, and um, speaking of like giving players choice. my final input for today's episode i have played the stanley parable stanley parable ultra deluxe Ooh, yeah. which just came out Can't and that game. uh worth your money if it's not that expensive it's 66 dirhams and let me tell you if you are a fan of narrative games this is it uh i didn't even get the first game i played it through mufaddil's steam library uh when he had his family family share enabled and i played it through that and then i fell in love with the game and obviously mufaddil was not enthused too much about yeah. this didn't he uh, like it but the idea is that what can you really do if the choice is given to you how can you really screw with a narrative of a game that's stanley parable yeah it, it it really just gives you the illusion of choice and gives you actual choice and then gives you illusion and then just messes all of it up uh Yeah, for people for people who have actually played the game and they want to get the second one. So it's it's got like four I think it's got like 10 different endings. It's got new stuff as well. Uh the idea is you play Stanley, who is an office worker and uh always following instructions to the letter and then one day the instructions stop and you have to figure out why that is. And there's nobody else there. So the new game literally sees you walking through uh an office and when the moment you find the new content this is your door in the office room that says new content keep this way so you have to go take that door to see the new stuff however <laughs> the strangest thing is like obviously there's a lot of interactions with you and the narrator excellently narrated by the way uh is an amazing game because the narrator is actually the one guiding your story you can choose to follow the narrator or you can choose to screw with him in every shape way or form and the new game has something of a therapy bucket <laughs> that you can use oh, to carry what? around. It's called the reassurance bucket, which means <laughs> that if you are in trouble, the bucket will always make sure make sure that you'll be okay. Man, and I wish I had that in real life. I wish we all had a reassurance bucket. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, all that was just a regular old woman me bucket. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that we only have the life bucket which is constantly filling us with a lot of dread. But Not to end it on a sour note during today's episode. 
uh, it is Mother's Day internationally, so uh, happy like, happy Mother's Day to everyone who's a mother, or if anyone's listening to this podcast, or if you have a lovely mother in video games who are taking care of farms in Stardew Valley. Or... Hey, that's like my mom. You're a farm? Uh, no, no, my mom plays Stardew Valley. Oh, your mom plays Stardew Valley, yes. Yeah, I, I do remember she's this. She's really good at it, too. Uh, yeah. For the, she's for, better for very than me, actually. Very <laughs> sweet note, actually. Uh, Arun actually did a very big gaming victory here. He got his mother to play Stardew Valley. Yeah. She, she's, she's, to... playing, she's playing it on the Switch or the PC. Uh, no, on, on, uh, on her laptop. She, uh, yeah. This was a while back, actually. Not even, like, recently. Um, yeah, and keep play... in mind, as South Asians, this is very unknown to us. Yeah, like, having your moms just jump in and play games. Especially yeah. like big games with you, that's that's yeah. pretty cool. Like the last, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, like I honestly think that that's like a big thing for us, you know, especially to get your parents to play. Yeah, having having them play games like like Facebook games like Farmville or Candy Crush, that's fine, that's possible. But just straight up like actual video games like Stardew Valley, yeah. and uh, like Minecraft for example, she she played she played a bit of Minecraft too. Listen, my my, my mom played Kinect exercise games with me back when Kinect was a thing of course so like I got her hooked onto that, that is not, not Wii Sports no thank goodness that is why we would have broken several TVs <laughs> by now <laughs> but uh, yeah that's pretty much a roundup for today's uh, proceedings uh, yeah and, and to answer why we might go another break uh, Mufadil will, will not be uh, in the country for like, mm-hmm. a couple of days as he goes to uh, explore the world his native hometown <laughs> and uh, until he comes back we obviously won't be recording that we won't know when that is but you can expect to see us two weeks my father two weeks again yeah i mean two i'm two weeks i'm going for a week so yeah. i'll be back we can do so that. yeah we do record once in every two weeks anyway so yeah. hopefully our schedule will not be interrupted uh but in any case if you uh do want to see more of us we are on social media uh on twitter uh the platform that may not hopefully not become a steaming garbage pile at some point. Uh, As if it isn't already, Kevin. Uh, it's the only one that me and Mufadil are worth any shit and <laughs> salt on that. Uh, we are verified. And um, we're also all, we're also uh, on several other platforms as well. But you can find us, I'm Nox Voyage on Twitter, Salt and Chaos on Twitter. Unverified. Of, uh, unverified, unfortunately. But very much still full of good opinions and good takes. And Mufaf, finally, on Twitter. With that being said, uh, thank you so much. We wish you a lovely week ahead in terms of gaming, and we all hope that people in your 30s do get to game once in a while, (laughs) so uh, that won't hit hard. (laughs) So, we will catch you guys on the next one. See ya! See ya!